and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, May 7, 2017. Uh, let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Hope everybody is doing well. It is spring. Uh, the weather doesn't necessarily feel like spring. It feels like late winter, maybe, still. That's okay, It's a, but it's an exciting time to be still staying inside and catching up on some TV. Uh, it's a great time to be a geek. American Gods has started. It's really... Really good, because it's got Ian McShane, and Ian McShane is good in every single thing he does. Uh, but I'm really excited about Twin Peaks coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, very exciting, after 25 years, 26 years, whatever it is, to get that back. And hopefully we're going to solve some mysteries that they left uh, back on that show. Like, like uh, how did that lady get in the knob on the dresser, and will she ever get out? That's my main mystery that I'm concerned. I'm concerned about Josie still living in a knob. Let's look at the comedy. The comedy. Let's look at the comedies, shall we? (laughs) The newspaper comedies. Our first newspaper comedy of the day is Hagar the Horrible by Dick Brown with no C. In this episode, there's a king and a queen standing in a castle. uh, And the king says, oh, I have a strange feeling of of dread and foreboding. And she goes, I know, I have the same feeling. I I think it's the hot pastrami we had for lunch. Oh, zing, bang. That's just kind of the pre-joke. But then suddenly... Here comes the Vikings, led by Hagar himself, followed by Lucky Eddie, who is who is the Viking with a funnel for a hat. And uh, they're attacking, and the king goes, hey, wait a minute, you were, you were just here like eight weeks ago. Uh, you took everything. And Hagar says, yes, yes, we've come for everything new since then. And the king says, fine, fine, okay. And then in the final panel, we see all the Vikings walking out um, with kittens that are meowing. And uh, the the king says, give them good homes. Uh, the The joke here is that uh, the, the, the king had nothing left, but apparently a cat had some kittens, and that was heartwarming for the Vikings who stole them. And the king just hoped they had good... Uh, Vikings love kittens, I think is the joke, joke there. And, and who doesn't? Who doesn't love a kitten? When you're when you're trying to get looting for gold, if you find a kitten, then your heart is sold. I just wrote that rhyme right now. Right now. It is not an old Viking rhyme. Anywho, our next comic of the day is Snuffy Smith. Actually, it's it's Barney Google in very tiny letters. Barney Google and Snuffy Smith. So it's really it's Snuffy Smith. In this episode in this episode, Snuffy is talking to that the old guy that's a friend of his. I don't I don't know his name. I should, but I don't. And he, he goes, oh, his name's Barlow, excuse me. He goes, Snuffy says, I ain't arguing with you today, Barlow. I got a headache, a headache. And uh, his friend says, well, after talking to you, I got a headache and an earache. Uh-huh, because Snuffy's just talking to him. And uh, they both, like, or they just go back and forth for a while. And finally, Snuffy falls asleep with his head on a stump for some reason. And a woodpecker comes up and so- and starts pecking on uh, Snuffy Smith's head. Uh, and it goes rat-a-tat-tat. And uh, the bird flies away. And then Snuffy goes, Gall dang, dad burn, stupid bird. And he goes, hey, wait. Maybe not. My headache's gone. And the joke here is that um, Snuffy Smith had a headache. Which he said, ache, But... A bird pecking on his head somehow made it go away. Um, and so now he is grateful that a woodpecker went rat-a-tat-tat on his head. 
that's that's some that's some solid some solid hill science there. Our next comic of the day is uh, Blondie. In this episode, uh, Blondie and Dagwood are out shopping. Dagwood says he's going to go check out the sofas at the sofa store, and Blondie says, "Fine, I'll go somewhere else." Dagwood sees one that he looks interesting, and he gets on it and lies down. And uh, various people come up, like over the course of the next several panels, various people come up and see him sleeping and go, hey, that, that that looks like a comfortable sofa. I'll take it. Yeah, this will be great for you. Yep, yep. Oh, wow. And, and all the while, Dagwood's just a-sleeping. And then finally, uh, Blondie comes in and goes, um, honey, what are you doing? And Dagwood goes, I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm getting a 5% sales commission. And the joke here is that Dagwood's demonstration of how comfortable the couch was was so convincing it made people buy the couch and so those people who own the store thought it was appropriate to pay him five percent of all proceeds from the, and that would not happen that there, there's no way that would happen but that's the joke is that they did he was so good at sleeping on the nap on the mattress not the mattress the sofa that he uh got paid for it that's a joke right there our next comic of the day is high and lois by brian and greg walker uh, in this episode, um, High is playing golf with a buddy, and uh, he goes, oh man, the grass is fresh cut, the sun feels so warm, can you hear the birds? And then he starts to wander off, and his friend goes, uh, hey, where are you going? And High says, well, for for a walk, because why spoil a nice day like this playing golf? And the joke here is that it's such a pleasant day out that he would rather be walking around instead of playing a game, which is also outside walking around. Um, and I think, I think that actually a, a golfer wrote a book called a good walk spoiled or something like that. I don't even, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not that into golf and certainly not into golf related literature, but it seems to me that that's a very, that's an old book and that's essentially the same joke, but that's it. That why ruin a delightful day outdoors by been it playing playing golf our next comic of the day is ziggy by tom wilson in this episode ziggy is in his garden and some birds fly up to him and go hey ziggy we haven't seen you in the park for a while we were worried about you we just wanted to see if you were okay and then and then one of the, the birds is looking at something and we know this because we see dots shooting out of its eyes and the bird goes omg because birds use internet lingo it is omg and now we see in the final panel what it is that the bird sees and, and it's in fact ziggy's own bird in a in a cage in the house and the birds are going you monster police and the joke here is that the birds who've been anthropomorphized think that the bird in the house is a prisoner which in fact is accurate but apparently the bird in the house is not sentient like the birds outside for some reason so it's okay with the, 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 it's a pet. The pet inside is in a cage so it doesn't fly away. Uh, but the birds outside, who can talk, who can talk, are upset by this because they think Ziggy is holding a prisoner in his, in his house. Um, Ziggy is like baffled that the birds are upset, but he is not baffled 
at all by the fact that the birds have flown to his yard and have started talking to him because maybe this is this is apparently a common occurrence in this is like all right like in disney cartoons there's goofy who's a dog and then there's pluto who's a dog but only goofy can talk pluto can't talk uh and even though goofy had like speaks like an idiot He's still ta- talking a talking dog, which isn't that weird considering he's talking to you know mice and ducks and whatnot. And but Pluto can't talk because Pluto is a pet, and once you become a pet, you're rendered incapable of speech. And that's the joke. There is that talking birds think a pet bird is an unwilling prisoner. Our next comic of the day is a uh, family circus. And this okay, all right. In this episode, the Family is on a hill overlooking a uh, sunset, uh, and the, the the moon is coming up too. This is actually art- artistically, this is one of the the more nuanced family circuses because there's lots of pretty coloring and shading. It's very very out of character, honestly. But anyway, the the Dolly is speaking to the rest of them and goes, "Hey, look, the sunset's so pretty, even the moon." wanted to come up and see it and the, the joke here is that at sunset you can see the moon but uh, dolly uh thinks that the moon thought the sunset was pretty and wanted to come look at it because she thinks the moon much like ziggy's bird friends are is sentient which it's not it's it's not it's just a moon it's just a moon and it's not watching nothing it's just a moon that happens to be there at the same time the sun goes down and the moon it's not like the moon's not there when the sun's up i mean the moon the moon's the moon but the joke here is that dolly's thinks that the that the moon came out to look at the sunset because the sunset was so darn pretty and that's the joke of the family circus kids say the darndest darn things <sighs> finally today andy cap is drunk. That's all the time we have for the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Until next time, see you in the funny papers. The Howling Monkey Reads the Comics is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright Law Dog Productions, LLC. For further information, check us out at www.thehowlingmonkey.com or if you have comments or questions, write to joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. Finally, if you'd like to support this podcast, please do so on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We're at patreon.com backslash the Howling Monkey.